Man, I'm glad that you're here, and it's so wonderful to have people joining us online, to have us face-to-face, and to be able to have an opportunity just to celebrate Christmas together. You know, I've been watching some film recently. A lot of these Christmas carols are out, and in these moments, we're getting a chance just to uh, see a theme that seems to be developing even through the old classics. You know, like the old uh, It's a Wonderful Life with George Bailey or uh, Ebenezer Scrooge and the Christmas Carol, or the Grinch that stole Christmas. It seems to be that there's a general theme that there is a, a need for redemption, a change in the way that we think, a change in the, what, the things that we feel, a change in the way that we live and love and care for the people around us in this world. Maybe it's just 2020, I don't know. Maybe it's the season that we've been a part of where everything that seemed certain became uncertain. Maybe it's the sense that with so much upheaval and crisis in this year that it's just been difficult to even pause and find peace in these moments. Maybe it's just the understanding that um, now that I'm getting older, I recognize the need in my own life for the work of God, to recognize that my own heart is sometimes consumed with things that just don't matter. My mind is clouded with things that I cannot control And my wants and my desires don't necessarily lean into the relationship with God that I desire. But what I've realized at this Christmas is that every year when we celebrate Christmas, we are celebrating the anthem that happened 2,000 years ago, that there is peace on earth because of a baby born named Jesus. And when you think about it, Christmas is the greatest gift exchange of all gift exchanges. When we talk about the gift exchange, we're reminded that we need a new way to think and new heart to to pursue the things of God. We need a new perspective on how we're going to live our life. And we realize the greatest gift exchange was given to us by Jesus, by Him giving His life. He gave His life for our life. Jesus being pure and blameless, an innocent child, God in flesh. His name was Jesus. God saves us. He was called Emmanuel, God is with us, is the reminder that God is with us and God is for us, and it's God's love that transforms us, his life for our life. But at Christmas, we are reminded of all these different moments and all these different things. We're reminded of shepherds who are out on a hillside, a silent night, a holy night, all is calm, all is bright. And in that moment, a group of heavenly hosts bring an announcement that Jesus is here. The child is born in the city of Bethlehem. And at the closure of their announcement, they leave glorifying and praising God, announcing peace to those on whom his favor rests. It's interesting as you think about the shepherds. In a startling moment at night, they turn on a dime to go and seek Jesus. They begin to seek him out to where they find him and they actually see him lying in a manger. The transformative moment of realizing that God was now here in flesh transformed the way that they thought, the way that they felt about the world. Literally, they went back to their work and began to spread the good news that God had come. It's a reminder to us, though, at Christmas time that a humble birth leads to a holy sacrifice. 
See, the birth of Jesus is just the beginning of the exchange. The gift of Jesus to all of us is just the beginning of the exchange. It's through His blameless life. It's through His sacrifice of Himself. It's through His death, His burial, and His resurrection that ultimately we would receive forgiveness of sins and life everlasting. It's the cornerstone of our faith. And yet 2020 begins to rock a bit of that because things that we seem to have such great footing on, things that we seem to be so secure about, began to be challenged, began to be in conflict to what we thought was norm. The norm of our life has actually brought us back to some introspection, to wrestle with the injustice of our worlds, to wrestle with the racial and ethnic conflict that's been around us and addressing the dynamics and strongholds, recognizing that each of us, when transformed by Christ, begin to be the one to lift each other up, to overthrow the oppression, to embrace the grace that God has given us. One of the beautiful things, though, about Christmas is not just the gift that is given and the gift that's being received. It's the chance to actually respond once a gift has been given. Things are changing at the Schaffner household. All the boys are getting older. It's kind of fun. Truth of the matter is, whichever child brings me the best gift will be my favorite for the next year. Not really. But what I will tell you is this. Something happened as they began to mature and they began to realize that the gift exchange is not really the gift in and of itself. It's great to receive a gift at Christmas, but it's also good to give at Christmas. Not that we should necessarily give a gift just because we've been given a gift, but that there's a greater meaning to the gift that is given, that there is a mission and a purpose, an opportunity and a responsibility for us to contribute. Now, I'll be honest. Not every Christmas do our boys contribute, at least not through a gift. But sometimes it's contributed in getting off the couch so that somebody else can have a better seat, or, bless my heart, when they get up and do dishes without being asked. I mean, sometimes as a parent, we can look back and Christmas can be a little bit one-sided. And I wonder if in some ways God looks at us a little bit, knowing that he's given all of himself, saying, but there's more than just receiving. Join in the mission. Join in the purpose. Be the one to forgive the unforgivable. Be the one to love the unlovable. Be the one to bring peace and joy and light to a world that so desperately needs it. I think for many of us, as we look at Christmas, we're reminded of many things. But once we have received his gift, we have a chance to give back. And we realize that Christmas reminds us that a gift from God leads to grace for all. Just as Jesus was born to give us new life, just as Jesus died our death so that we may live, and just, so, just as Jesus gave us new life, He gives us a new purpose and a new mission. But our exchange is like His. But it's our life for His life. Christ gives His life for our life, and we give our life to receive His life. Not just the forgiveness of sins and life everlasting, but a life of surrender that begins to pour out our life to follow in the way of Jesus. Everyone who has received that gift now takes a different role in the world that we're a part of. Not of one to just consume or to take, but one of surrender, 
so that peace might have its way, that love might win, and we would be the hope to a world that so often is caught in darkness. I like how the writer of Galatians says it when he describes this transformative work that has happened in his relationship with God. He says it this way, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ now lives in me. The life I now live in this body, I live by faith in the Son of God, meaning Jesus, who loved me and gave his life for me. To those of us who have surrendered our lives in Christ, this is the heartbeat of who we are. A transformative work in our heart, a renewing of our mind so that we might live a life surrendered of a new perspective that looks like Jesus. We become like those shepherds. As we seek Jesus, we begin to see Jesus' work in the world around us. And as we go back to our life where we live, work, and play, we now join in the mission of Jesus being the church, being the living presence of God in this world. I like the passage we started with tonight. It said, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever would believe in Him would not perish, but have everlasting life. The next verse says, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through Him. What an incredible gift of Jesus. A baby born some 2,000 years ago, God in flesh, peerless and blameless, gave his life on our behalf. And the gift exchange of his life for our life is reciprocated when we surrender our life to receive his life. We've been talking a little bit tonight about the First Christian Church app that we've created, and it is literally a gift for every one of you. We encourage you to download it tonight because for us, as we step into 2021, we know that that's going to be our primary way of connection, a way of taking next steps, the way of giving prayer requests, the way of actually having conversation with each other. Because we want to take serious this responsibility of bringing light into darkness, hope into moments of hopelessness, joy places that need God's joy. So tonight, maybe there's a prayer request that you want to share with us. Maybe there's a decision of faith. Maybe you've never talked to anyone about what it means to surrender your life to Christ. Or maybe tonight is about beginning to realize that this is a place for you to belong, to join in the mission of God so that where you live, work, and play, together we might collectively bring hope to this world. The last piece about our app that we'd like to share with you is the opportunity to share in our Christmas offering. Now, if you're a part of First Christian Church, you probably already know that our Christmas offering is intended to help families connected to First. It actually fuels the mission of First through First families. So we have partners that are all around the world, whether in our backyard or the other side of the pond, that specifically either came to faith at First, accepted their calling of ministry or mission work, here at first, or actually still attend First Christian Church while they serve with their non-for-profit in ministry. Tonight, if you get a chance to give to our, our, the, to our Christmas offering, you actually get a chance to fuel our family, our friends, people that we know by name who are accepting the bidding and the calling of God to reach those who need Him. And you can use the app tonight or you can use one of the giving boxes on your way out.
but we would invite everyone who calls First Christian Church their home to respond, to give. Friends, it's wonderful seeing you this evening. And I'm sorry if I offended anybody for picking on you for not saying a very nice Merry Christmas. But I want you to know from the bottom of our hearts, we love you deeply. We're so thankful you joined us tonight. Have a Merry Christmas.